Podcast episode two ninety seven. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey guys, James Bab. Hello, and we've got two newcomers tonight. We've got Daryl Becker. Hey, good to see you guys. And we've got Vanessa Matthews. Hello. Yeah. So thanks for coming on tonight. Um, yeah, you guys. I'm uh, so psyched about this. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um. I think number one on our, our topics tonight. Now, James Babb, you just got back from Porkfest, right? You're you're in Maine right now camping, but you were just in Porkfest a couple of days ago. I was at Porkfest slash Forkfest, yes. <laughs> and uh, Porkfest and Forkfest occurred uh, at the same time uh, this year, and Forkfest is continuing now. So, uh, but it was a it was a great week in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Okay, so like, like, what is Porkfest for people that, that do not know? And, and what the fuck is Porkfest for people who know about Porkfest but don't know about Porkfest? <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, Porcupine Freedom Festival, and it's the summer event of the Free State Project, which was this thing that used to try to get people to move to New Hampshire to sign a pledge, and I think they did that. Now it's basically just an annual like party in the woods for a week, and uh, it's a great time to catch up with with friends from all over the place, and you know, basically hang around campfires and drink beer, eat food. So, like, like how does that work? Like, so they're not trying to get people to move to New Hampshire anymore? I guess they are, but it's. I, I would but think the, they would. The, want the goal to. of the Free State Project officially was to get twenty thousand signers on this pledge, and that and that uh, the pledge to move to New Hampshire. And that took place like a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. now it's changed to something else, but I'm really not sure what that is, to be honest. Okay. Okay. So uh, did you have any like late nights at Porkfest? I mean, I, I want to know like the details, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, we even had a, um, at the Bab compound, we did have <laughs> a uh, pirate luau happy hey, hour. Hey, we're going to refer to it as the Bab Davidian. <laughs> okay. okay. Tell, tell us about the Bab Davidian. <laughs> anyway, we had it. We had a good. Uh, we had a nice uh, pirate luau happy hour, and uh, that was well attended and um, by some awesome folks. And uh, we we enjoyed quite a few quality beverages and uh, herbs, et cetera, et cetera. So, but to me, uh, that's what quality beverages really all about. So, what you were drinking, like the white claws. Uh, no. Although some people do try to buy their beer locally. I had to, you know, I made sure that I brought quality beer because you, otherwise you're going to get whatever they have on the shelf in Lancaster, New Hampshire is somewhat limited. Mm. But, yeah. uh, so I always stock up in Vermont or this time I, I grabbed some Treehouse in Massachusetts. And so and, like, like uh, I, I want to know, dude, were, were there any nights where, when you like actually saw the sunrise when you were up that late? I'm a, I'm, oh, I'm an old square at this point. So, um, you know, I, I, I think I didn't, I never made it past two, but I'm sure others it's respectable. Did. <laughs> I think, I think my favorite night at Porkfest ever was probably my first night there. And I, I got there at like fucking like 12 o'clock at night or something like 1130. So it was already pretty late. 
and I ended up like staying up at Damon Hudak's tent um, until like the the sun was coming up. So it was like you know five or six in the morning. Hmm. It was nice. good times. So I still I still remember that uh, that sunrise. It was just so epic, dude. It's uh, the New White Mountains of yeah, New Hampshire beautiful. are just are stunningly beautiful. I mean, it it, it just never ceases to uh, to amaze me. Uh, the view right across of the, from the campground is just uh, breathtaking. And I love to just cruise around, cruise around that area, get some hikes in if possible, or just, just scenic drives are amazing. So like uh, how, how many people do you think went this year? Any idea? I have no idea, but it seemed very well attended. I mean, it seemed like there were a lot of people, but um, I, I can't really say, uh, but th- you know, there was room for more, but it's not so, like I mean, it was uh, it was vacant or anything. I mean, don't you think it's probably dropped down since like four years ago, right? I mean, that, that was like yeah, the record. Yeah, I think it right? peaked around like thirteen or fourteen, and then yeah. they then they banned LRN and Ian Freeman, and it just tanked. Mm. Um, but uh, Ian Freeman's been back the past couple of years. He was in broadcasting. He broadcasts like like it seemed like he was there twenty four seven broadcasting. Um, so. Uh, it was good times. Uh, oh, at our luau, at the, the pirate <laughs> luau, we had um, we had sponsorship by the Reformed Church of Satan and the Tom Woods Fan Club. So you know, we I felt like this was a bridge building event, you know, to uh, to bring together you know assorted pirates and and uh, bugatarians and. Um, Anyway, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it sounds like uh, really great times, man. Was there any like live music there this year? Or? Uh, Tatiana, definitely, and uh, maybe others, but I'm not, uh, I didn't really see any. So, I, you know, only Tatiana I'm aware of. Any but, celebritarians that you could name that you saw there, like uh, Tom Woods, Brett Finot, any... Uh, didn't see Brett. Tom Woods was there and, uh, he had the one presentation that I went to. I, I really don't like the presentations normally. Um, but I try to go to at least a couple. He was the only one I, I went to. And even then, like after like half an hour, I, I want, I would rather just like hang around outside and, and talk with people. Uh, no disrespect to Tom. Uh, <laughs> but, what was his, but, what was his, uh, presentation on? Um, how to be a human, like a, an owner's manual or something like that. I'm sure there's a video or help release it as a free ebook or who knows what. <laughs> if you could just subscribe just to his newsletter, a- you'll get a free PDF sent to you. Uh, but I, it was pretty, it was <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. I figured it'd be like a half hour of him just bitching about mass. <laughs> you know what? I Luckily, I did not hear him mention the Contra Cruise all week. So. Oh, thank God. Yeah, so there, you know, I was I was grateful for that, but um, uh, he came to the he did come to our our luau happy hour and with his girlfriend Jen, who is super nice, and um, I think they had a good time. So. Wait, whose girlfriend Jen? Tom's. Tom Woods. Yes, five kids. I thought he had a and, wife. And I thought he would have a wife with that, but I guess now he's got a girlfriend. Well, uh, I hope I didn't release something that wasn't publicly known, but I think it was pretty publicly known so i don't really feel like i was betraying anything there but um i can't really say for sure what the yeah, details it's, are like, but. It, it's publicly it's publicly known he he has a girlfriend he's divorced i did i had no idea shit okay yeah I mean, uh, yeah 
for those that are not keeping up with the gossip, but uh, he did sport a very, a very handsome pink golf shirt. Nice. <laughs> yeah, and then and this was uh, this was yeah. before the events of uh, uh, a few days ago, correct? Yeah, yeah. The, 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 that kind of leads into topic so, number two. It was like foreshadowing, uh, uh, foreshadowing, of, yeah. Like a new it was era a premonition. Yeah, ushering in a new era. Yeah. 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 So like like I just ordered some some like Hawaiian shirts on eBay, and it's like. Now I'm finding out Hawaiian shirts are out and pink golf shirts are in. It's I don't know. Is that, is that what's going? Is that what's going on? Are Hawaiian shirts still cool? They still are over here in Hawaii, but we don't call them Hawaiian shirts. That's called shirts. Called shirts. You know, it tur- turns out the entire state of Hawaii is now banned on Facebook due to their Hawaiian prints. Yeah. <laughs> they don't call yeah, them shirts so- here. They call them Aloha shirts, and it's a uh, fancy thing if you're going to put, oh, you're wearing an Aloha shirt. Oh, I got it. This is something fancy like that. Really? <laughs> well, <laughs> sometimes they can be pretty nice. Like, uh, I, mean, yeah, I got sure. one just nice ordered silk a one? mail order. It's got, like, really nice buttons and, you know, feel like nice material. Yeah. But now, yeah, so how do, how do you shop for pink golf shirts? I don't play golf. Um, do I need some kind of khaki pants to go with this what's the protocol of course now? dude you need some dockers you need some loafers you need um you need some sort of like uh some sort of nice watch you know an AR, like an the, AR. you need to accessorize it yeah or like and an ar <laughs> maybe a I little uh material is made out of i'm looking for a bikini that is made out of hemp if there's any listeners out there that can make that happen. Feel free to email me or contact me online. I, you know, I'm looking to. I want to buy one of those or whatever. You can wear that to the boog. Where? To the boog. The big igloo. I don't know what that is. I mean, my my <laughs> daughter could knit one out of hemp yarn. I might be a little a tad scratchy, however. Yeah, hemp, uh, I'm open to the idea. Uh, I I want to buy something. I want a material. Um, out of hemp. So, how sexy should it be? A bikini. Like what size bikini? That fits me. Uh, that <laughs> would be. I don't have the dimensions available, but that would be probably an extra small on the bottom and maybe a medium on the top. Suddenly, this has got a lot more personal than I expected it to. But if your daughter can um, make one out of the hemp yarn, I'm please let me know. I think we're going to need someone more experienced in this field. I think there's I, some hippies for, over I'm here. None of us are seamstresses. I want, I want a professional job on, on this. I I'm want. just thinking of those, like those hemp um, doormats. You know how they're, they're, pretty, like, they're pretty scratchy. I don't know if I'd want maybe a bikini a made out of that in. material. Maybe, maybe it's something you can't wear, but somebody said if you have a product of hemp that it would like last a lifetime rather than the stuff I buy. It does not la- necessarily last a lifetime. So I am looking to you know, bring more hemp things into my life. Rather than the, the what if somebody just had like a huge pile of stems laying around? Like maybe they could turn that into fibers and, and weave it. <laughs> this is not something I've done. I know that it was done in the past in the history of the America, but I know it's not something that people know how to do now. You're in California. There's got to be a lot of hippies over there who would make you some, who would be ready to sell some pretty slick hemp bikini set. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree just, that, you know, that, go on that I, I agree that it's um it's on that this is like on the horizon and I'm just putting it out in the universe. <laughs> yep. 
I this want, is going to be. I want to buy things made out of hemp. So, I by the way, Jared in, invited you to the Boogaloo event, and uh, you, you're not familiar with the Boogaloo. Ah, so wow. there we go. Because I saw that kind of go over your head, and I was like, okay. Matt, why don't you explain? That. I have not been there. <laughs> that is, there's no shame <laughs> in that, because it's stupid. It's not really a There's no place. shame in anything. We're all learning. It's stupid. It's a it's state it's of mind. It's stupid. It's hilarious. It's fucking awesome. It's Matt, so explain, to the, explain to the listeners and Vanessa what the Boogaloo is. Okay, so the, the, the Boogaloo is basically like another revolutionary war, right? So Expressed in a fashion statement. As, yes, as, and the the guys who are the, the quote unquote boog boys um, wear Hawaiian shirts. So I mean, it's funny because it's just like all of a sudden there's this trend of uh, people wearing Hawaiian shirts. Now the media has taken the the boogaloo, and uh, although it's it's like it's all sorts of people, and some of them are just like libertarians. And I think what all what all the people have in common is they just hate the government. But the media has taken it, and then they'll say stuff like, "Oh, and white supremacists are there." So it's just like, uh, "What the fuck?" Uh, I mean, yeah, the, the typical way they try to smear, you know, freedom-loving groups is to. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's really people that love freedom, and if you love freedom, you hate the opposite of freedom, which is the government. You know, <laughs> so right. yeah, so so this is the the boogaloo. That, Half the people are just, just are just. Yeah, playing yeah. around. Yeah. Where was the term boogaloo? Where, where, did, where did that first arrive? Is that like, did you it's, first? Did that come out from, as a book, or is that somewhere else? It's from a Breaking movie. Breaking two. It's Breaking two. It? Electric boogaloo. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so <laughs> like a like a hip hop movie, right? From like back in the eighties. Breakdancing is what it was called back then. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For those of us like me who were born in nineteen seventy two, we kind of have a memory, you know, that goes back that far. <laughs> so it's break like, break into are, are you shaming us for being young is that what you're doing no no man you're you were you're you caught up you already knew what the boog was what yeah, yeah. not an, an ageist remark yeah no, it's, it's not, it's not a tad about, about knowing about the break into electric boogaloo like i i don't think there's any point in watching that but except for if you were subjected to it like on a vhs tape because that was the highest level of technology <laughs> you know. Yeah, so Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo never made it to DVD. They didn't like uh, repress that one. Repress it. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't put out the twelve inch. Yeah, it's you can't stop the signal. It's all out there now. You can torrent everything. Wow. Yeah. So, like, anyways, that. like, I think this was like uh, either today or yesterday. Facebook deleted a bunch of uh, Boogaloo pages and groups. And uh, I think they, I think they did deleted like uh, it was like 500 um, people, and or, or like uh, 500 different groups, and then uh, some individuals as well. Did they get a, Did they get ATF memes? Hold on, I'm not sure, man. You better, hey, you better check. You, are you guys familiar up. with the Ringo Starr song "Back Off Boogaloo"? Uh, no, uh, no, dude. Yeah, yeah, he was way ahead of this. He was, yeah. I think we got. We I think Ringo Starr is going to be part of the Boog. Nineteen recorded nineteen seventy one. That predates Breaking Two. Totally, wow. it does. But yeah, yeah of the curve. It has a Boogaloo page. If you want to oh, look, check that one out, Vanessa, and you can see um, and become extremely ignorant about it by quickly reading Wikipedia because it gives you all <laughs> kinds of false information. 
Same thing about my profession as acupuncturist. You can look up my profession on Wikipedia and suddenly find out all kinds of nasty nonsense. Um, but you can mm. learn a lot about the hydrogen atom. I'm sure that's fairly accurate. You know, <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah, so the, the Boogaloo is basically a decentralized group of Hawaiian shirt-wearing meme posters. Yeah, it looks like they and, took down my Facebook favorite Boog meme page, which yeah, was Facebook the uh, ATF memes. To crack down. Yeah, Facebook has decided to crack down on these people. And if you go to that page, what was it all? It was all memes, right? It was all memes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Damn. Facebook's decided to crack down on them. You know, it's, as they uh, as they should. To be perfectly honest, I mean, if I was <laughs> a, the spokesmouth for for the regime, I would definitely be cracking down on any kind of dissident activity out there. Right? They're they got a you know they're hand in hand with the state. True. Sad to see. You know so who else? So well, now I hear the new replacement word is CNN. Now, this is an interesting tactic to kind of screw with them, right? So instead of saying Boogaloo, CNN, right? So what right. are they going to do? Ban anything referencing CNN? Okay. You know, like, yeah, it's kind of fun too. So let's see how that plays out. Yeah, we'll see how smart their, uh, their machine learning algorithm really is. <laughs> these, these are the interesting contests of our time. It's, it's memes versus AI, right? Like, it's memes versus the machine. <laughs> it's true yeah it's true That's it funny. is the battle of ideas playing out sure 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 oh there's a new uh <laughs> I, sh I don't know if i should say this but whatever there's a, a a group called the taco bell sour cream gun fillers and lilo sniffers club i guess that's um a new uh a new iteration of the uh the big igloo or the big luau or the yeah. No, it's clever. It's, you know, it's clever how they've taken these, uh, these different uh, monikers on to try and, you know, basically hide, hide, hide a meme, essentially. They can't, there's nothing they can do about it in the end, right? It's no. just a, it's just a game of whack-a-mole for them. Yeah, exactly. But, and I think it's, it was quick, like, like when, like when they took down Liberty memes and, you know, and, and, and 25 other Liberty memes pages popped up in its sure. place. Um, you know, they all, the harder they, um, you know, the harder they, they squeeze, the more systems slip through their grasp. Right. Especially when it's something centralized, like, or decentralized, like a meme, like memes, you know, um, it hurts a lot more when it's something like the free thought project where they kind of had their website that they're running, you know, all their articles out of a certain page that gets taken down you know, that's, that hurts. But if it's just something like spreading memes around, yeah, I mean, you, one, one page goes down and three pop up in its place. It's like Hydra, you know? So, yeah. Yes. But, um, um, what were you going to say, Jared? Uh, I was just going to, were you going to say something else? I was about to segue, but you kind of ruined I, it. Um, <laughs> I was about to segue. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Okay. <laughs> so I guess like topic number three is probably uh, Ken and Karen. So where was this yeah. in? Uh, where did this happen? Actually, was this o Ohio, Missouri, Missouri? Okay, I was close. Yeah, it was Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so like Midwest, in, uh, I guess. Okay, so like in Missouri, there was this uh, this gated community, right? And then like all, all the protesters apparently like uh, destroy the gate and uh, like go through, right? 
And then this uh, married couple of boomers comes out and the husband's like wielding an AR-15 <laughs> and the wife is holding like a, uh, like a Walther PPK, like uh, I think a, like a generic copy of it though. Well, did you see the pictures of their mansion that they were defending? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, baller, this is like dude. over the top, way multi, multi, multi million yeah. dollar extravagant over the top palace. Well, the guy was a, was a personal injury lawyer. It is a personal injury lawyer. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he was raking in the big bucks. He's probably one of those like ambulance chaser types. But you know what? Hire that guy. He wins. Well, yeah, he's he's clearly clearly not losing cases. But um, I think, you know, I think these are the two people that will inspire a generation now. This is... uh, (laughs) Although I don't know, their their handling of their weapons wasn't, uh, wasn't ideal. Right, and I, I think the the people say, well, you know what? They it was poor tra- They're poorly trained. That's a given. Okay, yeah, like I, I think I think the district attorney is off is is actually like threatening to like use any law that she can against these people. Well, we should we should come to their aid, um, and maybe they'll let us have parties at their like in their pool house or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it's just uh, these guys were, um, I think. Uh, impressive because because they don't they didn't have the training but yet they still were just regular people standing up and saying fuck it we're going to defend our homes right and you know with with the skills and equipment that they had at the time not an ideal situation right but i wouldn't be surprised if they're at the shooting range right now getting some better training but when push came to shove there they did protect their mansion so Right. I mean, I think it is a very like, uh, like polarized conversation. You know what I mean? Cause it's like some people are kind of saying like these people are like total idiots and some people are saying like these people are like total heroes. Maybe both. Um, well, yeah, exactly. Maybe both. Maybe both. Why Maybe not both. both? I mean, they definitely had poor trigger discipline and, and you don't point guns at people. I mean, that's just not something that you do, you know? Well, they, they just, they yeah. obviously didn't have the training. Okay. But <laughs> They had the, they had some hardware, and when it, the time came, they were they deployed it. So, yeah. right. And well, yeah, some yeah. people are trying to frame this like it was. At, just, at the end know, of the a, day, their house wasn't burned down. Right. Exactly. Right. And people are trying to frame this like it, it was a you know just another peaceful protest that happened to go by their house, happened to bust came down out. the gate. Right. No, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and you know, apparently they uh, someone some of the protesters actually had threatened them previous prior to them getting their weapons. They had said something about hurting them, killing them, something like that. So, you know, and even if they had said nothing, when there's a group of, I mean, I don't even know how many people were there, but I think it was in the tens, if not hundreds of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the funny thing though. Okay. So like, I've heard that the, the McCluskey's, uh, Ken and Karen have since, uh, they've claimed that they're supporters of the BLM. They're supporters of Black Lives Matter. Right, and they said the only people that said like they said like three people said like threatening things to them, and right. it, the funny thing is the three people that said threatening things to them apparently were all white people. <laughs> I would believe that. So everybody <laughs> else just kind of marched past and kept their mouth shut, or is that? My, I, I what mean, happened? that's what it sounds like. That, like that's what I've been hearing, you know. But like with all this stuff, you know, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure like like every single like minutia of fact is probably not in yet, but that's what it's sounding like. Do you think we're going to see in in with the new mansions getting built like more like rooftop 
turrets and like um like or moats so. filled with filled with alligators <laughs> just like a yeah just you know like you can tell most mansions aren't really built with like as a tactical um you know as, from a tactical perspective anymore right it used to be a big consideration right but not well, also, what kind of gate was on this fucking thing, man? If someone could it was just some tear kind of it down. Antique, some kind of antique. Oh, uh, man. Mean, yeah, you can't be It didn't look that. very sturdy. I think yeah. it was more of just, uh, you know, like a, Ornamental. Like a lightweight fence. It's all defense in depth well, mostly nowadays, not defense in perimeter. The defense in depth means, like, you got cameras way out there. Yeah. And, and that's all, like, what you deal with. That's what most people do. Defense on perimeter is where your perimeter is really tight. And it's kind of hard to cross. We're talking electric fence, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to have a, a mega mansion, you better be ready. You better right? have everything. Don't, don't expect 911 to be the be your the answer when there's like mass looting going on. Talking armed drones, dogs, you know, the works. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Some kind of ro- like remote control machine guns you can operate from a, from a screen in the bunker. Yeah, and and of course, mine that sucker really set some minds. <laughs> yeah, it'll really. Yeah, and then you like, the you, know, the July, you just set them all off. You just need the moat. Of it, you you know? need the claymores. You need the booby traps. But it, it might come off as inhospitable when you're okay. trying to entertain guests and stuff. Okay, okay, just tell so them to stay off the lawn. Okay. Okay. So real <laughs> really, stay off the lawn. I swear, stay off seriously, the lawn. you really want to stay off the lawn. Okay. So, so guys, I think here's the question right now because I'm seeing some people, right, say stuff like, uh, I'm seeing some people like, like, kind of like shame these people, and like, I would shame them for their trigger discipline and pointing guns at people. But at the end of the day, I mean, like, they didn't, they didn't harm anybody, and they were just like, looks like they were just defending their property, you know. Yeah, but like, what do you guys think? Do you guys think they should have just stayed inside and watched television, and everything would have been okay? Or do you think they, do you think they did the right thing, or do you think they just like went overboard, or like, like what you? I, mean, I think they would have like, been, you know, I think they would have been better off just walking outside with the weapons and just kind of stand there and not, you know, pointing it. I think was their big draw, their big mistake. Yeah, that was a big. That mistake. might actually end up in uh, some some consequences for them. But if they had just gone out there and just held the weapons, it would have had the same effect, you know? Well, who knows? Maybe. Agreed. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I agree with you, but I'm just going to be devil's advocate now. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. So, who knows? Maybe if they were just, like, pointing the weapons, like, straight up in the air, maybe, maybe like, uh, members of, like, the fucking, uh, of the, I mean, can you call it a protest if, if they're breaking gates and going into a gated community? I mean, can we still call this a protest? Well, they were on the way to the mayor's house, the, is the, what the story goes, right? right? And it's kind of like, well, the mayor's fair game, in my opinion, right? Well, the yeah, mayor yeah. had also prior to this had, game, yeah. And this so, was the mayor that, hold on, this was the mayor that had uh, read off a bunch of names of people that were like, what was it? People that were... Hiding you know, Jews? No, that were like in support of defunding <laughs> the police or something. Or people that had wrote in say, asking her you know, write your congressman or whatever to defund the police. Somehow she had gotten these names and had read them on the air, you know, yeah. basically doxing these people. So, I mean, yeah, fuck her. If it had been her house, I would have said, fuck her. Like, well, that was, so her out that was the, the t- So the story is that was the target and they were yeah. on the way to the mayor's house. Yeah. Now was the mayor using Ken and what's his wife's name? Karen. 
Uh, Karen. 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 Was, was the mayor using them as like human shields? I think. I think that. I think. You think they're really the victims of the mayor, right? Like the mayor's the one that put their house in jeopardy to begin with. If that's true, that right? <laughs> I would so, think we need wow, a female dude. perspective on this, Vanessa. What do you well, think? Well, um, all I've heard about anything regarding this is what I'm hearing right now, just over the last like maybe ten minutes. So. I, I don't feel it would be fair for me to comment, um, although I would be open to doing my own research and either f commenting at a later time. But at this point, I, d I don't feel like I know enough I'm hearing about it from 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 just right now. But um, so I'm going to give a That's tropical right. Polynesian kind of perspective on it. Um, <laughs> so, go, go for it. Or a chicken owner perspective. So, uh, yeah, it's their property. And I think that they were doing the right thing by coming out to say, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And that's, that's just straight up. The muzzle discipline, that's kind of a problem. Like knowing what's behind your target, that's a really big problem. That's like not part sweeping of people, not putting yeah. your finger on the trigger. That's all really important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's so, denying that. But the memes and the, I just, I mean, I, I just sent Jared like a, a cool, like little movie promo. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just um, like the things and images that came out like immediately are just so priceless. I think that they would, they'd make such wonderful t-shirts right now and they could be, you know, <laughs> really out there. So that's, that's the, I would say the, the silver lining for the whole event. Yeah. Um, I, that's I think how that, I'm getting through this whole era. In fact, uh, is through the relevant memes that it just make it make it make it survivable. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, seeing people mention their white privilege that was this disturbing part on Facebook for me, because um, I I think the whole idea of white privilege is uh, I don't know seems like one of those things that comes out of the Tavistock Institute of you know human affairs kind of thing or like real mind control stuff. Um, Madison Avenue crap of basically things that are infiltrated. That's my take on the, the term white privilege and white fragility, divide and conquer standard kind of stuff. Anyone differ from that perspective? Nah, you feeling white privileged? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Like I can, I can see like, like somewhat of a, uh, I can see somewhat of a like argument for somewhat of a white privilege in that, like, you know, I, I, I guess what there's or what the people that use that term are saying is like, you know, your race is not like going against you as far as like getting jobs and stuff. I mean, I think it's just a weird term. I mean, I think, you know, yeah, people, like, like, like we're all bored. We're, we're, like people are, it's a bad term because it's like people have advantages and people have disadvantages. Well, like, like right. it's a, I, mean, it's a, I think it's a bad term because it's been used against me before. Like when I, I stated a point of view and it's like, well, you wouldn't understand because you have white privilege. Yeah, that's and it's like it's like it's like, OK, so what that's this person is now telling me is that is that because of my race, like uh, my point of view is worth less than somebody right. else's. Right. That's right. called you know, collectivism. It's called, it's called racism. It's called racism too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it's. I mean, look, it's, there's... it's just a. It's just another manifestation of collectivism, where yeah, you sure. are, where you, your value is determined by your, by the collective that you belong to, and as a white yeah. male, that collective says that your value is less. So you know, to some people. I mean, I, I think it's fair to say that certain people have, you know, 
more advantages or disadvantages based on just pure luck or whatever. I mean, yeah, if you're, look, if you're black, but your parents are on the same level as Ken and Karen and own a mansion like that, I mean, you're going to be way ahead of, you know, the homeless white guy that I saw on the street earlier, you know? So right, I mean, exactly. these guys aren't even on the scale of white privilege. I mean, these are that they, that's like lawyer privilege on a scale right. that is like. Well, that's I mean, the other half of this is like a lot of people are just envious of these people. Well, well yeah, yeah. that's what that. I've been seeing. It's just like, you know, well, whatever, fuck it. You know, no one, no one that rich, no one that rich deserves what they have. So I don't, I don't really care if they, you know, if someone goes and takes it. They, they must be doing something evil if they have that. It's like. Yeah, it's just pure envy. I mean, it's pure. I just envy figured. I just figured they're lawyers, so there's a pretty good chance they're scumbags. But I mean, that's, yeah. that's also <laughs> collectivist. But uh, hey, if they're defending, if they're defending <laughs> people against <laughs> prosecution, James Babb, that was anti-Semitic, dude. <laughs> How many Jews are in this call right now? It, it, it's Jared's Jewish. He's my Jew card. So it's like okay. uh, we're good. We're oh, cool. I got a Jew card too. Nice. Okay, okay, I've got two Jew cards tonight. Hell yeah! Wow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't okay, know dude. there's a lot there's a lot going on with this one but yeah i mean i you have the right to defend your property you know that's a basic human right and so. luckily they didn't shoot anybody okay yeah, so yeah i mean then but, we could then we'd be having a different conversation about okay was oh, it justified yeah. An entirely different conversation, you know. Yeah. But what would have been the better way to go get the mayor? I think that's kind of the the story that's not really getting addressed here. Is how do you get that mayor <laughs> when when he uses when he uses neighbors as a human shield? I think just marching right past is the right thing to do, even Dude, though it's a gated community. You, there was a common human shield, Every time you say human shield, I just think about that South Park movie. I don't remember it. Which one? Uh, Team America. Bigger, longer, okay. uncut. That one. Yeah. Okay. So what is, it was like human shield where they used they used like black people to shield them from the enemy. Uh, I mean, like which South Park movie was that? I don't remember that in a movie. I, I think yeah. it was. I think it was a South Park the movie Operation Human Shield. It sounds like yep. they're like pawns, so it's like a little bit of a chess game. No, like I, I don't know. I would have to. I would have to like look it up. It's been so long since I've seen it. it. Sounds like. But human it, shield, okay. kind of like the human centipede, Pons. or not really. So, so how should an ang- let's just say the next time an angry mob is in this situation, how could what could we advise them to do better, right? And I, I think um, staying on the common area, right? Even in even in a gated community, right? Like if you if you need to if you you know if you need to to um, get to the mayor's house i mean what should you stay outside the gate and wait for the mayor to come out should you put a like should you put it under siege and cut him out off from the outside world what do you guys think would be the better way to handle it i mean you gotta you gotta figure out where in this community this this guy is or a gal now, i think it was a woman and you well, gotta I mean, you gotta hop the fence over there you can't you can't just go on other people's property you know but I think that other people's property in this case was like a street in a gated neighborhood. Hey, uh, Jared, what if they were down with OPP, dude? Uh, that's that's a violation of the NAP. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's a yeah, but like it's like how do you get to the, the to the mayor's house, you know? And how do you get to the mayor's house without? He's got a parachute like, in. 
Yeah, that's that right. How do you, do it? It? you could also tunnel in from, hmm. with like some kind of tunneling machine. That's what I'm from saying. Under, from underground. <laughs> or I'm saying yeah. go around. If it's a gated community, find the part of the gate or the wall where the mayor's house is and just hop the fence there. You know, or blast a hole in it, whatever you got to do. Or take down the gate, you know, and go down the little street. There's a million like ways we're, to we're working really hard this to try. <laughs> we're working really hard to try to help these these idiots in Missouri figure out how no, to get the, the real lesson, the takeaway <laughs> lesson is if the mayor's on your neighbor it lives on your street, you're not safe. Pick better neighbors for <laughs> yeah, yourself. That's the ultimate and, thing. And and pay attention when you're moving in. Maybe ask around. Are Maybe there any politicians in on my street before I even look at this house? Like understand if there's any, you know, any any vulnerabilities like that. Fair it's enough. also curious that a, that a mayor would be living in a neighborhood like that, unless he had some other, you know, he was independently wealthy prior to becoming mayor. But how much is this fucking mayor making? You mean salary or including kickbacks? Well, kickbacks. I'm sure his salary isn't that great. <laughs> you know? I Anyways. I have no idea. <clears throat> All right. What's up next, Bergman? Okay, up next is YouTube has deleted Stefan Molino. Oh boy. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm torn well, on this one. Well, well like every every <laughs> single like every single like article I've seen about this has been like YouTube deletes Stefan Molino and white white nationalists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, anybody kind of like, like, see if it actually was deleted? It is. Yeah, it is. His, yeah, he, his StephBot channel is deleted. He does have one called Free Domain Radio, but it hasn't been updated in like five or six years. Oh, shit. Really? But his, but his main channel is StephBot, and that one is, is down. Huh. If you go on his Twitter, he's, yeah, I mean, he's retweeting every, uh, every account that he can that's begging for them to put it back up. Should we all send him a, a 75 cent contribution again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't know. First thing I did you know, was to go to Bitshoot just to see what did he have to say about it, you know. And was he on Bitshoot? Oh yeah, of course. Oh, okay. And then I found out that he really sucks at uploading onto Bitshoot. Dude, uh, free domain <laughs> is definitely not up. Yeah, maybe Stepbot is up, but free domain is not. Well, yeah, well, it's Stepbot is the is the URL. It's like slash Stepbot YouTube.com slash Stepbot or whatever. Uh, okay. His main channel's down. Is the point. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan of deplatforming people. Um, I don't like Stefan, Mel- Stefan Melanin very much, but, you know. Stefan Melanin? Stefan Melanin, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, deplatforming people isn't, isn't the move, in my opinion. Well, yeah, what, it's what happened to us. Huh? What, what criticisms do you have, Jared, of the Molyneux? Uh, I just think he's gone, like, full statist or at least partial statist, you know, and he said some things that are, you know, could be, uh, could be construed as anti-Semitic racist, you know, whether he is or isn't, I don't know. Nationalist. I mean, he's yeah, definitely I mean, a nationalist. Ethno-nationalist. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like an ethno-nationalist. I mean, you know, he'll say stuff and, and then walk it back or not walk it back, but just like dance around it. But, you know, uh, just not, I mean, just compared to what, what he was back in like, say, 2010, 11, when he did like Bomb the Brain and, you know, Story of Your Enslavement and videos yeah. like that. Um, 
you know, those were great videos. I mean, he, I mean, I think he basically made me an anarchist or helped to make me an anarchist. Yeah. He Do you think he the brain me. cancer like, like changed him? Or Maybe, think- dude. Maybe. I mean, I think he also just got desperate for cash. You know, I mean, that's that whole fiasco you were referencing earlier maybe, where he I mean, was or, or shitting maybe, on people for giving him like 70, you know, a dollar or whatever it was. Yeah, like, like what if his like ideas just changed? I mean, that's certainly possible. Yeah. It just seems like he hopped right on like the Trump train as soon as it came, you know, as soon as it left the station. So it's, it, it, to me, that seems very opportunist, you know, or he was just very convinced about Trump. I, I just... It seems inconsistent with yeah. the ideals of freedom and liberty that he was promoting beforehand. Right. And yeah, I think he, he got one thing though. Um, he got a lot of people to stop spanking their kids yes. for which I'm grateful. Yes. And uh, so he, he had, you know, like me on his side for that one. Mm-hmm. And then he was all pro vaccine and then he lost me. So mm-hmm. there's that, you know, but I'm contentious like that. Are you saying Stephen Molyneux was pro-vaccine? He was always pro-vaccine. That was the first message I ever sent to him back in 2009, just to get some clarity on that. So would you say that you're anti-vaccine? I would say I'm anti-poison, and I like to look up ingredients. (laughs) You know? I mean, mean, who who could disagree with that, right? That sounds like crazy talk. Yeah, I mean, I like to look up ingredients for anything, especially injectables. And yeah, um, I yeah. can I can say um, there was a time where I made choices for my daughter, but she's 24 now. So, you know, um, but she still hasn't had a vaccine, as far as I know. So Wow. And she's still alive? <laughs> yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> yeah. But... Um... You know, and, and like I said, it's it sucks to deplatform people. You know, it's happened to us, kind of. You know, we had our page taken down. You yeah, like 193,000 people yeah. deleted. So, you know, and plus it's like, all right, so all you're doing is you're giving his fans, you know, just more more energy, more more motivation. You know, you're you're giving credit to this idea, which is a lot of it's true that, you know, there's like this conspiracy to you know, um, suppress this sort of, you know, truth speak or whatever. Um, you know, it, it just, I, I, it's just not that effective. I mean, it, it rarely ever works. Uh, you know, the only instance I can recall where it's actually worked is when they removed like Milo Yiannopoulos off every platform and you haven't heard from that guy in like years. So, but, uh, but you like, know, like Milo, like, even though I didn't agree with him, he was like really entertaining. Well, actually I think what happened to Milo is the whole, uh, pedophilia thing. Well, I mean, it, I think it, that's it, what really like fucked him over. Well, I don't I mean, know like, that it was like, really uh, the platforming as much, but just like I, I think know, they were like, like, "I'm done with that guy." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like yeah. he was kind of like take he was taken off all the platforms though, so it's like anything he said, like people weren't really hearing anyways, unless he was being interviewed on somebody else's show. But yeah, yeah. like like the 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 pedophile thing, and when, when you say the, the pedophile thing, like I mean, what we're talking I mean, it was about. Well, it was well, like, hit, well, I mean, hit, like, yeah. like, it, like, it kind of was because it was what you're talking about is like, he lost his virginity when he was underage to like, uh, like a priest or a teacher or something, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and he looks at it like, and now he's talking about his own experience, and he looks at it like it was okay. Yeah, 
And I mean, I'm it, not saying I, you know, and we, we talked about this when it first he, happened. He, he's but, just like stating his opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it was, a, you know, right for people to judge him per se about he, that, but people he's did judge his opinion him. about a situation that happened in his own life. Yeah. But you I mean, know? people did judge him. He lost his book deal because of that. You know, so it had consequences. But, uh, you know, I, I I mean, Steph is still on Twitter, you know. There are still other outlets where he can upload his shit. I mean, like, I how mean, he's definitely going to take a hit monetarily, I'm sure, but. Well, he, yeah. st- he still has uh, Stormfront, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he still has Stormfront. He still has, uh, oh, shit, what's the Steve Bannon one? <laughs> uh, for the listeners who don't know what Stormfront is, can you guys <laughs> explain what that is? That's like the KKK. Uh, uh, homepage, right? <laughs> it's, it's more like about the, the pride in being white. Yeah, I think. white pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like I, I didn't nationals. even know what that was. You never heard of Stormfront? I mean, I, I probably heard of it at some point, but I, I didn't. But if you asked me what it was, I would say like, oh, isn't that like a racist thing, Majig? You know, like I, I don't, I just didn't know like exactly what it was. Yeah, it's just like a website with a bunch of like white nationalist shit on it. It's interesting now. Nowadays, if you're going to have any pride about being white, that's called racist. But if you're going to have some pride about being black or certain other ethnicities, that's not racist. Well, yeah, I mean, well, it's been like that, like ever ever since I was a kid. You know, I'm like, I just turned forty, and it, it, it's always been like, you know, like white pride is racism, but black pride is cool. And it's like I've always looked at it like, you know, having pride in your race. And being like ashamed of your race, it's like that shit's fucking dumb. Because like, you know, you're you were born into whatever race you were born into by chance, as of like whoever the fuck your parents are. You know, it's really it's nothing that you had any hand in. You know, like it's really just chance. So it's like it's why be pride or uh, why be ashamed? You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's the thing. That's what. That's another thing. Steph used. To, I remember Steph used to say stuff like that where he'd be like you know, taking pride in, you know, he used to like rip on people that were like sports fans because it was like taking pride in like some arbitrary team that happens to live in your, or play, you know, baseball in your town is, is ridiculous. And then here he is now basically a full on nationalist, you know, talking about we're being replaced. You know, It's like, what, this can't be the same guy, man. <laughs> God, it's so, yeah. Brain cancer is horrible. Yeah. I, you know, I want to chalk it up to that. I really do. Like, like, I think he had throat cancer, actually. Yeah, I think it was throat cancer. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no, maybe a little cancer. bit. What? Are you sure? Hmm. I don't know. Somebody Google that. Or look, look up his Stormfront <laughs> I, profile. I'm pretty sure <laughs> from, from my memory. Dude, I, I smoke a lot of weed. Kind and, of yeah, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. You're going to say throat cancer? I'm saying brain cancer? Okay, yeah. I think it might be throat cancer. Oh, I remember him like having like, yeah. some weird shit going on down here. In his videos, but maybe a little bit, little bit of it spread up to his brain, to the logic center of the brain, you know. Could be. All right. What else? What else we got while we're looking that shit up? Bergman. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah. Hold on, dude. So there was a governor recently, a um, Daryl Becker. Uh, What state was this governor from? That's Ohio. Oh. Yeah, so this was the governor of Ohio. He's a Democrat. 
and he said uh, the mask is freedom. I've actually I've got the exact quote. Hold on. He said, if we want to be able to go out and live our lives, the mask is a symbol of freedom. It's a symbol of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Okay, okay. So that's what he said. He said the mask is a symbol of freedom. Now, now, okay. Now, this so is an old like, quote, by the way. It was only said on uh, June 29th of 2020. So this is kind of a while ago. So it's like you might have June 29th. This is like, like two, two days, days ago. ago. Well, do you, okay. Hey, do you remember when Giuliani said that freedom is about authority or, or obedience to authority? No, but no, but hold, hold on, hold on. I want to talk about this shit, dude. I want to talk about this this fucking quote, dude. Yeah. So okay, so what if? Okay. So, I mean, here's the thing with the mask, and this is where I feel like a lot of like libertarians come off as like straight up retarded, because it, it's like. It just makes sense to me that if, if everybody who's out in public, right, has like a piece of cloth covering their nose and their mouth, they're just so much less likely to shoot out like particle matter. And it, like if you've got this coronavirus, it, it's probably going to like not spread as fast. I mean, it, does that not make any sense? Wait, say that again. Yeah, try that again. No, I'm, I'm saying like if, if everybody who's out in public, right? Say everybody's at the fucking grocery store, or everybody's like, at your place of business, or you know wherever you're going. If everybody who's out in public has a mask covering their nose and their mouth, they're less likely to shoot out particle matter. Yeah, and it's definitely going to cut down on the spread. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and it, it's like I see so many people like saying like. You know, like like like, like uh, the suggestion of them wearing a mask is like the ultimate tyranny, and and it's like you know I'm totally against like any law, like forcing people to wear a mask, but I mean it seems like it might be a wise idea if everybody wore a mask. Well, some right. people might want that, so no problem. Yeah, right? I think kind that of strange bringing up the mask. I noticed, like in my own experience, I mentioned it. Um, to an employee working at my, my mom's building. And she was so offended that me bring, bringing up the suggestion of her wearing, it might be a good idea to wear a mask, especially since it's, you know, older people. Mm -hmm. um, it's primarily older, older people with res, uh, residents. And, and yeah. she, her response to me was that she said, she said to me, her response to me was that I'm not her mother to speak to her about whether or not she should wear a mask while she's working in the building where my mom and about like a hundred other um, people over the age of 65 live. So that was, uh, she was just, she couldn't even, you know, it was like she was hearing from her mother. And, and I thought that was just kind of strange. So. I think, am I my brother's keeper, basically? And I don't even think that, first of all, scientifically from my own investigation, I don't think that there's an actual problem going on that is being claimed there is. And so there well, you, well, yeah, yeah, the, the there's that. But then there's the main thing. I'm not my brother's keeper. I'm not going to go out there and like, I don't have to change my life to suit other people if they're afraid or if they're immunocompromised, it's on them to take care of them. It's not on me to take care of them. 
because yes, if it becomes totally. that, then I'm their you slave. Have, you have every right to sucks. no. You have every you have every right to be an asshole. You're you're totally right. No, I have every right to be actually logical, which is to say no, I'm no, not dude. spreading disease. And if you actually are really immunocompromised, it's on you to take care of you, yeah, not I mean, on me to take care of you. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about like who it's on. But it's like... It, it's, it's, it's not like, being an asshole, though. Being, being an I, asshole I, I, is where I think you demand other people I to think change their behavior. I think, it is. I, think it's, I think it's 100% legal to be an asshole. I think that I, think that I personally <laughs> have the freedom to suggest to somebody or to uh, initiate a conversation about, you know, about wearing masks. Sure. If you want, you can initiate any kind of conversation. Now, as Wait, soon as you, hey, as long as it's line, voluntary, I mean, people, people can talk, wear whatever they want. I don't care. Have, if the breakdown is, is in dialogue, I think that is, you know, where are we going to yeah. go from here? Well, I think but, the problem you have is the we're getting these mandates from, from the state well, the, that are ordering businesses yeah. to if order their customers. If communicate is, is like, like, or need to be waged, we are really like, you're talking about the mayor defending this and that. These are war tactics. We're, we have gone out of the, of the phase of a protest, and these are tactics of war. So are we in a time where we can't discuss things like mask wearing? Oh, sure. Yeah. We, we get to discuss it. I think the problem is that they don't care about the discussion. For instance, the governor of Pennsylvania just recently issued an order instructing everyone to wear a mask when they're outside of their homes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, like that is fucked up right there. That's like, um, and, and you know, what's he going to do to people that challenge this order? Uh, I don't know. And, uh, you know, but the fact that people are looking to him and willing to obey these things is the saddest part. Uh, this this kind of behavior should just be ridiculed and laughed. You know, businesses can can all choose their own level of, of paranoia that they think's right for them and their customers, and it's not going to be right for everybody. I mean, I've been in states recently where nobody's wearing masks and everything seems like almost normal. Um, and then I I've been I mean, other places where everybody looks like they're 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 completely freaked out, and everybody's still obsessed with their social distancing and their barricades, and they're I mean they're really going overboard. So I've seen this whole spectrum, and it's pretty freaky, uh, honestly. So uh, let people choose the level of paranoia that works for them. Just don't impose it on other people. Well, like, like, what if the saddest thing is the person that, like, will not wear a mask? Then don't associate with that person if you feel that they're a risk to you, right? No, I mean, well, well here's, like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like, like I, I don't think there should be any law that you have to wear a mask. But I, I do think, like, if you own a business and uh, you want to make things, like, safer for your older and more, like, overweight patrons... You know, you'd probably want to like uh, put a mask rule on your business, right? And you, by you the might. way, I just want to add that the, I believe that that's probably a myth. I think that we're in a time right now where um, the truth is, is that if it's not just people who are not just older or unhealthy are getting it, like people who are, you know, in their 20s, 30s here in California, um, LA, for example, is number one right now in the nation with cases of this. So uh, it's not just limited to a certain segment of the population, which if that's if we're believing what we're told, which I personally don't think that the people are being told the truth, 
about the virus and all this stuff, it possibly could tie in that it's an election year. And maybe this is kind of a way to, um, it's about, it's about money and it's about oppression of people on a global scale. Do you guys trust the test that they use to say who's got this alleged virus in the first place? Do you just trust it? I have no way of knowing. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But do you trust it or not? You're going to throw down a bet or not? It depends on which test we're talking about. But There's two. There's a PCR test and there's an antibody test. But most of the, all the tests that are, that, for example, I think Vanessa was alluding to with these people who allegedly come down with this infection in their 20s or 30s or 40s are given a PCR test. Well, has so, the as a have they these tests even been around long enough to judge their accuracy over time? Right. No. Eventually, we would know the accuracy percentages. Uh, yeah. Well, that's the problem right now. There's a lot of unknowns, you know. Yeah. So it's, you know, and people it, making up it, shit to fill in the blanks. Well, that's yeah. There's the, a lot of know. people feigning certainty. Um, you know. There's a lot of people that are saying, well, here's what we think we know. And so do with that with you will. I think that's the most genuine or the most honest way to approach it. Well, that's what an expert says. And then the media headline says, right, this is what we know. Right. Exactly. And that's where it gets do this. That's where it it gets gets repeated. It becomes part of the narrative, even though it was just, well, maybe this. It's really much easier just to listen to David Icke or just pick your favorite uh, <laughs> alternative researcher out there. It's I think you'll do a lot. Isn't better. he the guy that believes in like reptilians and shit? Absolutely. I just wait for the memes <laughs> okay. to know what's happening and then can extrapolate yeah. the world from there. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So David Becker, do you? Uh, David. Yeah. David. Daniel. <laughs> Daryl, dude. Daryl, dude. Any anybody can do this server. Okay. <laughs> All right. So are, are you saying that you believe in reptiles? I'm not saying I believe in any damn thing at all. Oh, no. I, am, I, I, I would, but reptiles? I would say this. Um, I have conclusions based <laughs> upon evidence, and I don't have any conclusions. with. I have no evidence around reptilian overlords for the earth. I do have evidence <laughs> around the polymerase chain reaction test. That's called the PCR test because I've been in medicine 22 years. I've spent time, I looked into PCR tests when they came out. I've, I've looked into the inventor, Kerry Mullis, the inventor of the PCR test, way before this, like we're talking in the late 90s, I was looking into this. And that guy died just last year. He'd have a lot of choice things to say about using that test for this type of specific alleged infection. I've looked into virology for a long time. I happen to have some small base of knowledge, but I still don't have a belief. I only have enough information to say, here's what I would think with my actions. And I could be wrong like that. I'm I'm pretty sure if reptilians are a thing that (laughs) Nicholas Sarwark is a reptilian. Yeah, that's, that, that's for sure, dude. I think Kelly Ripa is a reptilian, but did you see that funny story about (laughs) um, that, that funny story on Austin Peterson's website about, um, about, about him, about Bolton accepting, the oh, membership, shit. the lifetime membership in the Libertarian Party. Oh yeah, party. Matt, Matt, Matt's idiot ass got duped by that thing, dude. That well, what it was so about, convincing. Well, well, yeah, like here's the thing, dude. <laughs> I feel like it's totally lame to be like, you know, because like the Libertarian Republic usually they don't do satire. Yeah, you know, so if if you're if you're actually claiming to be an actual news website, 
And then well, you, it's awesome, Peter. Our... You trust that guy with anything? No, I thought it was extremely dude. well done because it really played into the the you know the the truth is that I think the invitation was extended by Sarwak, right? Yeah, that it was it, well on Twitter. Yeah, he said, "Okay, <laughs> Mr. Right? Bolton, so, come over to so the this, party." So that sort of plants the seed for, for this whole joke. <laughs> oh yeah, right? I mean, it's a brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I, when I saw well it, I was played. like, "Oh, this is a joke about." Sarwak. And it is the kind of shit that Sarwak would do, right? Yeah, he did it. I mean, he invited him. If he had said, yeah, Sarwak would have been like, all right, let's get your fucking papers. Let's go. And it was full of all kinds of little nuggets like, um, well, he hates the Democrats and he hates the Republicans, so he checks off all the boxes. <laughs> Who wrote it? <laughs> did it say the author? I don't remember. I don't know. <sighs> hmm. I thought it was hilarious, though. I thought it was a good, you know, a good satire really, you know, challenges you to, to even notice it's satire. So, right. And some people it's completely being... miss it, <laughs> like Bergman. <laughs> All so, right. um, yeah, so I guess from uh, a masculine equals freedom. So Pennsylvania has apparently, is, is it like illegal not to wear a mask when you go outside your house right now? Or is that just something that they're like suggesting or what's well, going on? Um, yeah. I was trying to get clarification on that. There's two things. There's something from the, from the governor's website. Okay. Where he references the order. Does it say okay. anything on the governor's only fans? Yeah, it's got exactly. And, um, governor, governor, Tom, the guy that he, he says he's the governor of, uh, Tom Wolf, uh, he says this, uh, it's essential, blah, blah, blah. Um, basically it says you in it's, he wanted in the, in the webpage, it says that you have to wear it, uh, pretty much anytime you're outside the house. But then when you read the actual order, it says specifically when you're can't be consistently six feet away from everyone else. So, um, it's, Technically, you could be in your backyard and not wear it, I think. Um, but it's definitely – he just basically stepped up everything when everything was, was – you know, people were gradually trying to, you know, get back to business. So, uh, yeah, it's not good. But this guy's an authoritarian douche, and um, people think that they, they – that he has the right to rule them. So I'm glad I'm, I'm, glad I'm on vacation from there. Yeah, so uh, it looks like we're just about we're about out of time here tonight, guys. We are. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this podcast has been brought to you in part by Conversations About Freedom podcast, hosted by Moral Bob. We also have T-shirts over at uh, LibertarianCountry.com. If you use the code PRL, you will receive a ten percent discount. If you spend fifty dollars or more and you use the code PRL two, you will receive a twenty percent discount. Does anybody have anything that they would like to plug? Oh, yeah. Uh, check out my Twitter, at uh, Jared PRL. Yeah, check out my YouTube channel, Not Medical Advice, and notmedicaladvice.co. Cool. cool. Yeah. In, in, until next time, live free or die. Stay this is good break with the blood that is shed. Drenching the flags and the tax bombs in red Poisons by a few at the expense of the many Soldiers and cards in the death machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom in death point in a fine way
The violence of the state becomes obsolete!